Welcome to the Redacted Culture Cast for Friday, the 23rd of December, 2022. For those who are listening, uh, you will not have the visual opportunity to see that we're in a different location today. But <clears throat> today is one of those um, end of the year style shows. And for this being the first year of the Redacted Culture Cast running, uh, we are becoming aware of what it's like to try to produce content over the Christmas season. And we're pretty sure that um, we're starting to understand why so few people put out stuff. It has nothing to do with how many views on our end are being followed up on. It has everything to do with being able to spend some time to disconnect, uh, to spend some time with family, because as you have the burning idea in the back of your head to do something, to build something, to say something, to, to build a show off of it. Uh, very often, sitting, for our, at least in our case, sitting down and presenting it uh, doesn't have the same um, routine as before, perhaps as we're out of location, and perhaps it's because of the season. But I think that harkens back to the importance of rest and celebration. And while they say things like evil never sleeps, um, yes, and we should find ways to make time for rest. So there's two things that I wanted to close off this week with in regards to gun culture and those two things are related in a sense and they've been spoken of in indirectly and directly at times and they're influenced by this idea of our Straussau generational theory and in one hand and in one sense uh, something that is worth noting is that I, I live I, 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 I exist solidly within the millennial generation of us do much of gun culture in this shift we're seeing in gun culture and much of what drove this uh, show to come into existence was recognizing that there was a generational shift taking place in gun culture itself as the old ways sort of gave way the influence of the 60s 70s 80s 90s was kind of giving away into like our generation of the millennials and millennials are very much so as far as gun culture focused on things that are different um, whereas 30 whereas the the in the older generation kind of a quintessential or pinnacle activity would be going on a long hunt with friends whether it be in the mountains or in Alaska uh, or something or, or just or this sort of, you know, on the trail style hunt, um, maybe even a safari for people who are fiscally capable. Our generation is very focused on things like suppressors and night vision um, and sort of that kind of punkish 1990s attitude has uh arisen, died, and then come back to life. That's probably the best way I can say it, but when it comes to the idea of being the millennials, gun culture is one of those 
places when you look at the West as a whole where I believe there's room for op um, I think there's room for optimism when we look out and see just the ways that millennials now are sort of the dominant generation in they're in, in, in companies and in corporations and in governments like millennials elected Donald Trump and Joe Biden and that's not you know a great feather in the hat exactly <clears throat> and then we'll see you know more going forward you know what 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 are what are millennials arguing about and what are they leading in well they're complaining about fiscal opportunity for some very warranted reasons and then they're also uh, very self we're all we, we do have a lot of um, as that stress how generational theory would predict uh, quite a bit of focus on the self but not as much as some and that is giving way to institutional power so while we say things like, well, the institution or they're not trustworthy, we are also placing more and more power and authority and centralization or power authority and sort of say in the matter to institutions. And so you can see this with things like um, gun culture related, the ATF or different forms of gun control. It's it's uh it's a it's gun control is never is never really being presented as like a grassroots. Well, it's being presented, but it's always a it's always an authoritarian outcome. It it, it might have a grassroots veneer, but the activity is always some sort of authoritarian outcome. And I say this because it's always the the millennials seem to be us millennials seem to be very interested in forms of authoritarianism in its own right, mixed with. Uh, forms of individualism, which is an interesting combination. But it, the two subjects that were direct, were, are directing today's show and to close off before Christmas is tradition and tribe. And tribe is certainly one of those super trendy words that sound like they got, it was re-emerged from the marketing think tank uh, deep freezer and you know so so I, I recognize that that we're going to find a different way to say it but the other one is tradition and unless you're doing the trad west politics kind of argumentation what I mean by tradition is for many of us uh, for one thing that I the one thing that's consistent in observation with gun culture and the rest of the and, and the re and so much else that's going on in the world is that um, true or, or or phenomena that are true within gun culture are also true outside of it in many many cases. One of the most key examples is um, through most of my adult life, I have observed some sort of latent frustration without there being some sort of traditional rite of passage. And a tradition that would be exemplified in a rite of passage in our world in 2022 would most likely be seen as cultish, archaic, uh, 
abusive, maybe use the words gatekeeping, maybe use the words isolating. Um, and that's possibly true. I think there are exceptions to it. But at the same time that a rite of passage, we would look to a rite of passage as something sort of foolish or selfish um, or abusive, we would also, we also have this sense of hunger for that passage from boyhood into manhood or from you know, new guy into veteran and not military veteran, but new guy into experienced or, or there's this sort of, I know that I'm, I'm, I'm a part of the community once I complete the rite of passage. I think that has to, a lot to do with how, I think this is, has, uh, this, 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 this kind of not paradox, but this tension between not having a rite of passage and the desire for the outcomes that are produced by a rite of passage um, exist within gun culture as it does uh, much of the rest of culture. And, and so when it comes to traditions, uh, we, t we certainly see plenty of things that happen within gun culture that are trends. You know, it, two years ago it was CQB, this year it's Recce, two years it'll be, who knows, you know, no one, no one knows. Maybe, maybe we'll have an underwater diver course season, which it'll be cool, it is what it is. Uh, or maybe, you know, you'll, you'll we'll, 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 I don't have the, the world's best dowsing rod for the future of what will be trends within gun culture, but when it comes to traditions... That raises another question entirely. And traditions are things that are usually tied to cultures, peoples, uh, communities. Sometimes those cultures are, most, most times these cultures are some sort of, or in some way affiliated with each other and connected to each other through some attachment to a land and an environment. Uh, but there are other ways that that's happening and this the old way in the in the world per se of simply finding your or maybe not even finding your but having a sense of belonging to a culture be, because of your geographic location and your sur immediate surroundings is is sort of the antithesis of both the metropolis and uh, the modern multi-ethnic or diverse or whatever it is, you, there's not, it's, there's not, it's not specifically, or it's not exclusively reduced to some sort of multiculturalism. It's simply, you want to have the, well, multiculturalism is actually the example. We want to have the fruit of having the richness of a culture ourselves without the, or we want to have the cake without having to eat the fact that not cultures aren't exactly compatible they're not universally compatible some some can some can kind of fit together but others can't and so when it comes to tradition the interesting thing about traditions whether it's rites of passage or when it comes to christmas seasons is that 
the age of cynicism and the time for cynicism, I think, has passed. And now, at least for the millennials, like if you're still a, a cynical millennial, then I would encourage you to grow up a little. And so I'm thinking very seriously about how much of that cynicism is just sort of to make you feel better. Because we'll talk more about that later. Uh, not today. But when it comes to you know, us, for us and millennials, whether it's in gun culture or in our own lives, I think now's the time we start putting down cynicism in our own selves and building our own traditions and building them for the sake of them being traditions and for the sake of them being ours. Which leads to this interesting observation about tribes and communities Certainly for the last season and a half, the sense of community has been prevalent when it comes to the redacted culture cast and gun culture. This idea of, oh, we want to build the community, whatever the community is, the gun culture, the, 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 you know, the thing. And as I'm betraying my Swedishness with how I say and, as I'm saying this, what I'm trying to argue for is that we will all, this, this sense of community is a, is a combination of, uh, I would say, coincidental and deliberate. Maybe coincidental is not the right word. There's another word I'll have to find. There you go. There you get your word I forgot that you probably already know for the podcast, but it's coincidental and deliberate. And the deliberate side of culture and community and tribe is that if you don't choose your friends, they'll be chosen for you. Uh, and the thing that will determine who you surround yourself with will be most likely convenience, whatever, whoever's willing to put up with your immoralities. And on the other side, to conclude, to close on, on, or not to close, to, to, to move on, is that we have to choose, we can choose with some sense of deliberation whose respect we want to earn. If the answer is nobody's, okay. I, I, it still comes across as a little cynical. But... As far as, uh, as far as us as individuals within gun culture, I am encouraged by the end of the year seeing one thing that millennials are, are doing is that we, have, we are in many ways transitioning out of cynicism into, uh, as we continue to gain more cultural influence because the older generations are moving on and the younger generations haven't yet quite taken root, some parts of the millennial generation are abandoning cynicism and engaging in the hard work of building their own traditions and building our own communities. And some of those communities are chaotic and destructive, and some of them are not. And so the final way of closing this off, because I have to go, I'm gonna, I have to go spend time with family and people while we're on this vacation of sorts, is 
we do not live with the liberty of not, or no, I'm sorry, not the liberty, but we don't have the convenience of uh, a handed down tradition at all times. We don't have rites of passage the same way, and maybe we're trying to figure some of those out. In fact, I would encourage you to, if you're on you know, YouTube, you could comment it, or we could, we could send it over through DMs or, or whatever way we want to communicate, but what are ways that we think would be good rites of passage that show respect and homage to virtues and qualities we admire, but also then demand that anyone who has passed that rite of passage uh, does no, no, can no longer act like a child, and there will be expectations of them. Because on the front end, if a rite of passage truly operates, those who have not yet undergone the rite of passage would be considered children or, in, um, uh, you know, or prospects, if you want to call it. And then those on the other side who have passed the rite of passage, it's not even a good way of saying it, but fine, have responsibilities now. I put down being a child and took up being a man, and now it's, I'm responsible as an adult. I think we, the so so the tradition so the millennial generation has for many years been criticized as being endlessly childish, and as you go to Walmart and see all the or the stores and you can see all the toys that we collect, I think that criticism does land with a certain amount of truth, but. Uh, but that it doesn't have to be that way. Instead, we can focus on what are the traditions that we will build? What are the traditions that we will continue to create? And those must come earnestly from ourselves. And then, and then after that, it's who, who is our tribe? Who are the people that we spend our time with? You can, you can get all... David Gogginsy or, 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 you know, entrepreneur-y, goofy way of saying who you pay attention to, who you're around. But the principle remains. And that is, that is the conclusion, is we are thankful for the people who we respect. And we have to choose who we respect in some sense. In some, in some ways, the act of choosing um, is an, an act of orienting ourselves towards a set of virtues. So yes, <clears throat> this has been the Redacted Culture Cast for 23 December 2022. And as we're closing out the new year, we uh, may see you some next week. But we'll be starting 2023 with a bang. Other than that, take care. Be safe. Uh, well, no, be dangerous first, and we'll see you soon.